Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wrestling Time Machine by Sportskeeda. You can find us at Sportskeeda's page on YouTube, which is Sportskeeda WrestleBinge, and you can also find us wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Folks, I am Mac Davis. Along with me are my two fantastic co-hosts. First of all, he is a legendary pro wrestling journalist, Mr. Bill After. Hey, Bill. Well, it is a pleasure to be here, and I'm so glad to uh, be in the presence of you two. Well, right. you. And the other person he's uh, talking about happens to be a WWE Hall of Famer. His name, my tag team partner for Friday's Road Trip After Hours, Mr. Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. Hey, hey man. Hey, hey. Let me say hello to both of you guys. Thank you so much, Bill, for that good uh, introduction there because I feel the same way about uh, you two guys. You know, Bill, you've known me from day one, probably yeah. my whole entire career. Matt's known me for many, many years, too, so... You know, you know, something put us all here together, and I think it's a blessing. So I'm just happy to be here with you guys. And, Mac, I just got three words for you. I'm begging you. <laughs> hey, Teddy, do you still have the bow tie you wore when I first met you? <laughs> no, I don't think I got that. <laughs> hey, I've actually asked Teddy that question before. He doesn't keep a well, – I'm, I'm acting like you're not here. But, Teddy, you don't keep a lot of memorabilia over the years. You well, just kind of – I had a bunch of stuff, you know, and then, you know, I kind of got rid of got rid of a lot of it, you know what I mean? I used to keep it, but then I started thinking, you know, well, I've done this. You yep. know what I mean? I've already, you know, so why if somebody wants it and you know what I mean, and they'll be happy with it, then fine. But there's some things I will keep, you know, like my Hall of Fame suit, my ring and stuff like that. I'm not going to do anything with that. Well, let me ask you, I'm just out of curiosity. If WWE treasures were to come find you, Teddy, and say, we need some memorabilia, do you have something you can hand them, or do they currently have something of yours already? Well, they had a, a suit of mine. I think the suit that I wore out uh, the first night I walked out on WWE TV with uh, D'Lo Brown, uh, they got that suit. But uh, I still have some stuff. I still got uh, a couple of suits that I wore in WCW. I still have them right now. Wow. Yeah. Well, they go as you know, they go hunting for memorabilia that you may have or any other superstars may have given away or sold or something. I think a Teddy Long episode to find that bow tie, definitely. Well, and, I'm, and when you said that, that's what clicked in my head. It was like, man, that'd be a great episode of, uh, was it Lost Treasures? Is that what they call it, I believe? Yeah, uh, I, mean, I was on that show. I was, uh, they had me uh, come on and I was looking for, a J they were looking for JYD's collar. And uh, so they talked to me about that. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very familiar with it. Yeah, that's. I just think it'd be a great episode to see them come after you and actually get some memorabilia from you sure. and make sure that you're put in there as well and uh, represent it yeah. like you ought to be. Well, I had I had an Andy Kaufman neck brace, as you know. Yep. So thank you. Yeah, and you and you actually uh, did you give it to him? I'm trying to remember, Bill. I did. I did. Did you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I was very stupid. I should have hauled off and just sold it to them. But I just feel that with the relationship with uh, them and Jerry Lawler and that it was a piece of history, that it really belongs with them. I agree. I agree. And I think a lot of people do, too. And, and I'm sure the reason why, Teddy, you got rid of so much stuff is because what the hell are you going to do with it? It's just going to sit in a box, collect dust, and it's going to be somebody's going to come to your house going, oh, it's just a hoarder. No. <laughs> you just well, all strike stuff out. Yeah. You know, like I said, some things I did, did you let go, and some things I don't. You know, some things I think, you know, real, you know, personal to me, I keep them. All right, I want to give us a quick update on last week's show. We uh, we mentioned a possibility of Sting and uh, Chris Jericho getting together for a match. 
Teddy threw out uh, the idea of maybe that being a possibility. It came to fruition as far as them facing off in the ring inside AEW. The reason I'm bringing all this up is the way that you booked that match, Teddy. Just a few minutes ago, I checked my Twitter and Chris Jericho uh, liked your uh, your piece on that. So he did, uh, you know, on Twitter made an acknowledgement of your piece on there for uh, how to book it. So. Okay, well, I think I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, well, like I said, man, Chris and I, you know, we go way back to, you know, me and him have always been, you know, cool with each other. But, uh, you know, thank you so much, Chris. And a lot of guys wouldn't, you know, they say, well, you stole my, you know, I ain't stole, you know, you didn't steal, you know, you didn't steal anything. You, It's an idea. If you can use it, use it. Yep, yep. And I, it's, it's cool to see that because, you know, the guys are watching. We all know that. But, uh to see him acknowledge uh, that particular video from Sports Kita and what we talked about last week was really cool. So thank you, Chris. Acknowledge him. Yeah, acknowledge <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to bring up Dutch Mantel. Just recently, he gave an update on Jerry Lawler's health. Uh, he says, and I'm going to uh, quote this now, I have heard this news on Jerry Lawler. You know, his recent stroke that he had in February that put him in the hospital and almost killed him. And he's had some more mini strokes along the way. He's much better, but still not recovering as well as they would hope. He has trouble finishing sentences. I mean, he talks well. His voice has changed somewhat. He talks, but when he gets to the end of a sentence, he starts searching for words to end the sentence, and he gets frustrated. In comment, uh, and that's now I thought I heard, and Bill, maybe you've heard some more update on that. I heard that maybe. I've got a scoop for us here. I okay. Spoke, we're taping this at 6 o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. Uh, I spoke to Jerry about 4.30 today. Oh, good. Yeah. And he is recovering. Uh, what Dutch said was true. His spirits were great. Uh, Jerry and I are huge horror movie fans. And every time I get on the phone with him, uh, I've got to do my imitation of this lady in the old Invisible Man movie that goes, she sees the Invisible Man without the bandages, and she goes crazy and goes, he's got no face! So I have to do that every time I call. So the first few weeks after he had a stroke, there was no recognition of that. Today, he laughed, he said, hello, Bill, and he asked me if I saw the new Renfield movie yet. So we discussed horror movies, and uh, he mentioned that he saw Roll um, this past Monday night, depending upon when this is being uh, run, and that Logan Paul mentioned him uh, on Monday Night Raw, and he was thrilled to hear that. But he did have a problem remembering parts of that segment, like when he mentioned LeBron James. He couldn't mention that name. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, it was hard for him to finish the sentences, but he's much better than when I talked to him about three weeks ago. I'm I'm happy to hear that because uh, Jerry's one of those guys. He stops by my Facebook page quite often, and uh, so I always wish him well and hope he's doing well and getting better. I th and I had heard that he was actually doing better. So when I saw that from Dutch, I was like, is he really that bad still? And then I saw another report. I can't remember. A lady came out the next day and said that he is not quite as bad as what Dutch may have made people believe, that he's actually a little bit better off than that. But uh, any great memories, Teddy, uh, Jerry Lawler, you working with him at all? <clears throat> Well, I uh, was doing the deal uh, back in the day called the White Boy Challenge, yep. and uh, I was doing that with Rodney Mack, and uh, I remember we uh, went to Memphis, and uh, we was in Jerry's hometown there, and so uh, I, 
I remember getting in the ring and I cut this promo on Jerry and I said to him, I said, I know all these people here in Memphis, they think you're a king. Well, you're not a king to me. All you are to me is just another cracker with a crown. And, <laughs> I swear, man. <laughs> and uh, uh, that was a bit, Vince was just dying, man. It, it, that was hilarious, you know. So, uh, and uh, like I said, me and Jerry, we go way back too, man. Uh, I'll say this, and only Jerry knows this, but I'm going to tell Jerry, let's say hello to our friend Nancy. And he knows exactly what that is. All right. So that's something like that between me and Jerry. Just tell Jerry to tell it on to Nancy. I, I, well, I bet you anything, he's watching this right now. At one point, he's going to see this. And Jerry, you got the message. Bill, how about you? Say hello to Nancy. Or, you know, you know the history of Jerry and I is uh, uh, I'm the person who introduced him to Andy Kaufman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the other, the, the stories that I really want to tell about him is back in the uh, day, he used to send us pictures to the magazine all the time. He he was in the magazines a lot because we loved people who sent us the photos and everything. And every few weeks, he'd send us photos. Um, he made sure Jim Cornette sent the pictures of us, uh, of the Andy Kaufman match that he did. But one time, he told me, he said he's so frustrated that he can't get on the cover that he went to the Memphis Coliseum with Terry Funk and had an empty arena match that would be exclusive to our magazine. At the promote the uh, magazine publisher, Mr. Weston, said, "This is great. Run it inside. No cover picture. Nobody knows who the guy is." Oh no! Well, they didn't back then. That was a, that was one of the territories. So Jerry tried everything. Finally, when he got to the uh, AWA. And world class, we started putting him on the cover. Well, I, I didn't know he was sending you pictures. Now, was he sending pictures of himself or of the matches at where he was? Oh, the matches in uh, Memphis that uh, one of our oh. photographers would be shooting down there, but mainly his matches because he was he was great. He knew how to. Uh, nobody's going to push your publicity like you're going to do. You two know uh, Jerry really well. They expect a, pretty much a full recovery for Jerry. Um, do you see him going back into the WWE, or you think those days and times maybe have come and gone, especially with the change of ownership? Well, I don't know, man. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Um, no, I'm not making another decision for Jerry, but, uh, you know, Jerry's, you know, he's 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 took care of his money. He's, you know, he's, 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 he's good, you know, and everything. And so if I, you know, like, Enjoy the rest of your life. You know what I mean? You're still alive. You're living. You know, and if you can stay at home and you can rest and enjoy the rest of your life and you ain't got to worry about your bills being paid or nothing like that, then, you know, Jerry's had a great career, man. I mean, a great career. So just, you'll never be forgotten in this business. So, you well, know, nope. yeah, it's... just sit sit back and enjoy the rest of your life, man. That, you know, that's my thing. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, and I, you know, the thing that... uh I'm surprised that he came back after the fact that he had the heart attack that we all got to witness on TV live, uh, yeah. which was one frightening moment in wrestling. And I can't think of another time in wrestling where you were watching and you weren't. I was lost. I, honestly, you kind of stared at the TV going, what the hell am I watching? What's going on? And you realize the gravity of what actually is taking yeah. place. Yeah. And uh, it was it was really shocking, uh, and I was surprised to see him come back. But he did come back, and he came back. Of course, uh, the latest stuff I've seen him doing is a lot of the uh, the pre shows before the pay per views. He was always an analyst. Yeah, but keep yeah. in mind, 
keep this in mind that the change of ownership will have nothing to do with the, the, the new company is not going to be controlling what goes on on the wrestling end in terms of booking and doing things. And I think when he's ready, whether it's before the acquisition or afterwards, they're going to have a Jerry Delpy in Memphis and they'll have Jerry Lawler back coming back into the ring and waving to the fans and have a uh, Jerry Lewis, a uh, Jerry Lewis, <laughs> Jerry, that not a Jerry Lewis, a Jerry Lawler night. And that will yeah. be one tremendous rating too, I bet you. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the way I would go with it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's it right there, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jerry Lawler night. Yep. In WWE, with Jerry, not to cut you guys off, but but with Jerry's popularity and 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 fame and stuff in Memphis, you could have Jerry Lawler weekend. That's well, true. That's right. Saturday and Sunday, make all three days have just a big gathering, like a meet and greet, you know, and have a bunch of wrestlers, you know, be there. Oh yeah, just like the. Uh, 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 the fan fest, you know yeah. what I mean? They have a big Jerry Lawler weekend, and I'm telling you, man. Uh, oh, it be... it would sell. It would sell tickets, yeah. and it would sell out a whole lot of restaurants and hotels as well. Yeah, well, exactly. the Jerry Lawler restaurant, yeah. People would people would come from all over for that? Absolutely. I'm there. Man, yeah, me too. Count me in. Yeah. All right, let's see. In WWE, Carlito. The last time we saw him was in Puerto Rico. Uh, the last uh, WWE pay-per-view or live event that they had, um, it, which was really fantastic to see. He came in looking in great shape. He now has a job with WWE. He has been rehired to WWE, and a lot of it had to do with his appearance in Puerto Rico and the great job he did there. Any memories, Teddy, with working with Carlito? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Carlito, great guy, man. Uh, I enjoyed working with him so much. You know, we did the deal where we, when he was in, he was uh, eating the apple. And uh, one night, you know, he got out of this petition, you know, to get rid of me and everything. And then Linda McMahon come in and she hired me back. And so I went in the ring and he went to throw the apple up to eat it, not caught it. And uh, <laughs> and that, and uh, boy, that, that that was really good. But I love Carlito. I got a chance to see him on a lot of the Indies too, man. So always a great, nice guy. How about you, Bill? Any uh, memories with Carlito? Great guy. Well, mainly with Carlito Sr. I mean, for many, many years, I knew Carlito Sr. But uh, I haven't heard that it was totally confirmed at this point. I heard that he was talking with WWE and their, their near terms, but I haven't heard anything that he's definitely signed with them yet. I read somewhere today where he had signed with WWE, so but, but that doesn't mean anything. It's just like any well, other news outlet. You never he know. He belongs back there. I think it could be, could be true because uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm down in uh, Oklahoma City on August the 5th, and I was on the show, and the show with Carlito, and uh, the promoter called me today and told me that they booked uh, somebody else in his place because yeah. he couldn't. he's not working for WWE. So you know, right, I, right. Hope, I hope so. That's wonderful. Yeah, man, because he's a guy that knows, you know, what's going on, you know, and he don't mind sharing that knowledge, you know. You know, he knows what time it is. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, and he's done a lot of work behind the scenes, I believe, yeah. in TV shows yeah. and movies as well uh, in preparing people. And actually, wasn't he a part of a Lucha Underground at one time as well? I believe so. I had heard that. Yep. All right. Uh, something other else uh, going on in WWE, uh, which we got to see just Last night, from the date of this recording, which is the 20th of June, the, the Monday Night Raw that just happened, uh, not Monday Night Raw, the uh, past SmackDown, we got to see the Usos oh. super kick Roman Reigns into oblivion and ending 
what may well may be ending the bloodline. You guys got to see that, wouldn't you think? Well, I think it's a good move. Yes. Uh, I don't think it's going to be the end of the bloodline. I think it's a big tease right there. You know what I mean? I think that they'll still come together. When you break that bloodline up, brother, you got to really do something devastating. Now, nothing is wrong with what they did right there. That's great. But that should lead into something real big, you know, yep. when they really break it up. And I think right now, you know, maybe they may be missing something else. I think there's somewhere you need to do something where you involve Rikishi. Now, when you bring Rikishi, that's when you break it. I believe Rikishi made a comment uh, in social media in the last week or so uh, referring to that angle. So I'm wondering if maybe they're starting to warm that up a little bit. And maybe we will get to see, finally get to see Rikishi show up and uh, maybe lay the law down. Right. Well, but I, that's when you really get, that's when you really break it up. Yes, he read right there. Yeah. Uh, Money in the Bank is going to have uh, Roman and Solo against the Usos. So it's bloodline versus bloodline there, which I think is great. I don't, but I think that would be the perfect catalyst for Dad Rikishi to make his comeback. Also, I found out that uh, Booker T is, uh, uh, has booked the uh, for uh, his promotion, the son of Umaga. So they may be grooming him to come in as part of this whole bloodline thing. And Jacob Fatu, also from MLW, there's a lot going on. You know, I'm trying to think back how many of those family members of the heritage of that family were bad wrestlers. Was there ever one that was just the total stinker? I can't think of any. Because they all seem like they've all been championship material or, you know, prime TV. Let me tell you something. Don't no stinkers come out of that. No. Okay, none, no. none whatsoever. These people don't play, man. When you step into the ring with them for his training with Alpha and Sika, when they were training down in Pensacola, brother, they don't play around, man. They, they, this is strictly business with them. Yep. But that's the way you should be trained. So that's why ain't no stinkers coming out of there because they didn't allow it and they ain't going to have it. So just that simple. They're strictly their business. So if you want to get it right be and make be business with it, then those are the guys to work with. Whatever yeah. happened to that uh, rock guy that they trained? <laughs> yeah, think about it. Who? Think about that, Bill. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, yeah. What did ever happen to that guy? Never seen it him again. Doesn't matter what happened to him. <laughs> All right, Money in the Bank is coming up on July 21st, guys. And some of these matches, uh, I want to go over with you. We're going to kind of do uh, maybe some predictions here on these matches and go over them a little bit. It's going to be in London, by the way, at the O2. Uh, for that big event of Money in the Bank. And up first, the first uh, match I want to talk about is Cody Rhodes versus Dominic. Bill, your thoughts on where you think this match might go? Well, first of all, I'm very happy to see it's going to be in England. Uh, uh, I think that uh, Cody uh, is going to win by disqualification because I think the Judgment Day, uh, once uh, Dominic starts getting beaten the tar out of him, uh, that uh, Cody's going to win by DQ. Uh, I also see a possible turn down the line that could happen that night because it appears to me that uh, Damian Priest is getting, I don't know, kind of restless in the uh, Judgment Day, and maybe it's time for him to hook up and support Cody. I don't know, but uh, I, I say Cody by DQ. All right. Teddy, what about you? 
I think that if they're going to continue to go with Cody and as going to put, you know, work with, uh, with him and Roman in the title, then I think that what would have to happen is Cody would have to go over on Dominic. Dominic would have to suddenly put him over. But there's a way to put him over, you know what I mean, through interference. Uh, like you said, there's a turn there maybe coming from Damian Priest. We don't know. Uh, Rhea Ripley, you know, she's always right. right there. But what it's like I said, it's a way to put the guy over. But Ho Co Cody, to me, has to get the one, two, three. Well, you know what? We, what we didn't think of is maybe uh, Dom Dom's daddy will come and interfere while the referee's not looking and Cody gets the pin. There's well, another possibility, too. There's a possibility that Rhea Ripley does get involved. And rumors that we've been hearing rumblings of in the last week that maybe Brandy might get involved. If Rhea's involved, we might see a mixed match of Brandy and Cody versus Rhea and Dominic. I'm hoping that's not the case. If the, And the only reason I say that, and I don't mean this to be me, but when they were in AEW, Brandy brought heat to Cody, even when he was a face. For some reason, the fans just wouldn't attach to Brandy they weigh the same way that they attach to Cody. I hope that they don't do that because I think that could be a risk they, they're taking if they do. Well, here's the thing. You know, AEW, when they went there and Bradley went in there, I just think there was AEW's fault. AEW didn't know how to present Brandy with Cody. So I wouldn't think, I wouldn't say that that wouldn't work. I think that right now, let's try that again. You know what I mean? Because now Brandy has had a chance to establish and make a name for herself and Cody at the reality show. Now they know who Brandy Rose is. When she went over that AEW, they really know who Brandy Rose is. That's was. correct. You know what I mean? So now that she's had a chance to get established, become a little bit of a brand, let's try this thing again. Now she's the wife of Cody Rose. People know that now. So like I said, I think WWE would do it the right way. My opinion, and this is my opinion, AEW, I think you didn't do it right. You didn't build it right, and that's why people, they, they didn't buy her. All right, let's see. The next match is the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match that includes Becky Lynch versus Zoe Stark versus Zelina Vega versus Bailey versus Io Sky versus Trish Stratus. That should be an interesting match, but uh, you know, I'm curious, Bill, where do you think that match is going to end up if, you know, when the bell rings? It's going to be between Trish and Becky at the top, and I think that uh, somehow the, the new evil Trish will wind up getting the money in the bank and uh, briefcase. Teddy, what about you? Well... <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. Uh, with the women, you know, and the way that they're going, you know, they're looking great on TV and having great matches, man. This may still be another one that, uh, you know, like the old days, may be too close to call. So I'm just going to sit back and uh, wait and see what happens. Oh, you know, no prediction. You know, when it comes to Trish uh, in a ladder match, you, I can't help but think of her age, and I know age doesn't matter, Teddy. I, yeah, but, please, there you go. Stop. But, but. I mean, still, th there's those bumps. She'll feel those for weeks at this point. Right now. She's perfectly fit. She's a workout maniac. Well, but you got to think about this. Just the young guys, they bump too. They feel those bumps too, just like yeah. the older guys. So it, it ain't all about that, man. You know, you, if you go bump, you're going to be sore. It's just that simple. I guess as long as you pay enough money, it just doesn't matter, right? If you work, yeah. out, you go, if you work out every day and go to the gym, you're going to be sore. You know what right. I mean? So That's what true. you've done in this business, you know, you've, you've the body has adapted. You've adjusted to that. 
you know what's coming, so you know how to live with this because yeah. our life is a whole different different era. The fans want to see Becky Lynch win this. Yeah. So I'm well, going to say, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it and I'm going to say Becky. Okay. All right. And now I, I want to bring up a little note here that I saw in history. Mm -hmm. The women's money in the bank winner normally cashes in in the first 24 hours. That's a, that's a little factoid that they had that I had, I had never recognized that before, but it seems like they don't hold it long. It's usually, I guess, on Monday Night Raw, they switch it right away. Yeah, it'll be longer than 24 hours with the time change. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because yeah, we're talking about London. Michael, <laughs> Charlie, the next match, please. Let's go to the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Ricochet versus L.A. Knight versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Santos Escobar versus Butch, versus Damian Priest, and versus Logan Paul after this past Monday night's uh, Raw. Thoughts on that match? Logan Paul. You know, the fans want L.A. Knight to win this thing. Yeah. You know that. He's getting an amazing pop for a guy that loses almost every single match, right? That's good. So, yep. Yeah, so I that's think... How you build, that's how you build something. Right, right. So I think that I agree with Teddy, Logan Paul, but I think L.A. Knight might be up there at the end with the fans cheering for L.A. Knight and booing the hell out of Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that uh, Logan Paul was going to lose, and I think L.A. Knight will win. I, th I think I think it's going to be the underdog coming in and because I think the fans are eating this guy up, and it was, I don't, hell, I don't know. Now I'm thinking he, he's a good guy. We need to have a chase after it a little bit now. Yeah, I see. I'm starting to think like Teddy now. Yeah, forget what I said. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> he's got to have a Logan Paul title. He's got to get a title match at somebody. And yeah, that, it's have... funny how Logan Paul went from one of those guys everybody loved to cheer to being one of the most vilified persons on TV when he shows up. Well, that's great, great for him. That's good yeah, that, yeah. Because he could be a good heel because he's a natural. Yes. yes. All right, the next match. Bill, you brought this up earlier. The Usos versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Usos are going to win that match. Wow, really? You think so? I think, I think it's going to embarrass Roman because there's going to be something happening that Roman's going to wind up, the Universal Champion is going to wind up getting pinned by one of the ESOs. Wow. Teddy, what do you think? Well, I got, I kind of agree with Bill a little bit there. I think the Usos may get the get the win here, but I, I tell you what, I just can't wait to see the match. This is going to be one of the greatest tag matches you've ever seen, brother. Yes. So these guys here are going to beat the hell out of each other. And these are the tremendous, you know, all four of them are just tremendous workers. So I'm telling you, if you don't get your money's worth out of this, then you ain't got no business buying the ticket. Just that simple. So uh, I, I think the Uso too, but that, that I, I'm just waiting to think at the end here that something really big is going to happen here. Uh, <laughs> and it has to, doesn't it? It has yes, to. Yes, 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 yes it is. So I, I'm, I'm just going to try to sit back on this one too because I can't figure it out, but I know that there's something that's going to be real big here. I think, and I don't know anything about this. It just came through my brain here. Paul Heyman's going to show up after that match with the Usos. He's going to change and go with the Usos. <clears throat> that would be a great way to keep this alive. 
<laughs> you know, that that sounds good, you know what I mean? But I just don't think you could take Haman and just turn him just that quick. You know what I mean? I like the idea of maybe turning him, but I think Haman, now since you brought him up, maybe there's something he may do at the end that may cause the turn. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm thinking about that. Now, Haman may be may be the, the silent killer there at the end. Yep. You're true. That's a good point. All right. World Championship match. I'm sorry, the World Heavyweight Championship match. Really? Seth Rollins, the champion, versus Finn Balor. No? Well, Finn Balor is an incredible wrestler, as is Seth Rollins, but I don't see him on that world champion level. To me, he's just a little bit under that. I think his work in the ring is spectacular and all that. He's small in stature, and again, no knock to him at all, but I think that Seth Rollins will be him. Well, I also agree with that, too, but I think what this is, this is something right here that Finn Balor is doing just to, that, and I think it's going to lead to Damian Priest coming. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I think it is. Finn Balor will be this stepping stone to get to uh, to uh, Roman, and I, then that's where Damian Priest will come. Okay. If you, ever, if you go back to it, you know, you can see where there's been a little bit of friction between Damien and Finn. You ever you think about that now? Yes. Yeah, because I brought that up earlier. Yeah, A little bit of friction there. So I think, you know, Damien may come and maybe that's how maybe Roman may get the win. Or if they want to do it right, Roman beat him just clean. Yeah. Can't, can't help but wonder if WWE said the uh, same thing that we did uh, when we saw uh, Damian Priest uh, in one of those pay-per-views, I think it was the one in Puerto Rico where he looked like a star and he oh. carried himself like a star and I think he made an impact on that show and that may be why we're going to see a singles push for Damian Priest. And I think that would be good money. I think him and, and Roman, I mean, I mean, that's money right there too. And that's not right. about Cody, but I mean, you know, you got to get, you know, Cody's got to make that, climb that ladder just a little bit so he can get in there too, Roman, you know, and I think maybe to see maybe Cody and Damien, you know, before he gets to Roman. I think that'll be great, too. All right, guys, we're out of time. This has been the Wrestling Time Machine. I'm Mac Davis. That is WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long and pro wrestling journalist Mr. Bill Apter. And we'll see Tom. you at the matches.